Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. And we're coming to you live from the Bill Ford Talk Studio. Boomer Sison, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app. Friday morning. It is a feel-good Friday without football this weekend, but of course next weekend it is Super Bowl 57, and that's where we will be spending the week out at the site of Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix with the Chiefs and the Eagles, and just as the show was wrapping up yesterday I looked down at my phone as you were preparing to do your Saturday morning and your podcast with Mike Valenti. I said, what did Julian Love just say? I saw this clip I said, what? Why would he do that? As he just trashes the Eagles head coach. Yes, the Eagles head coach that is coaching the team that absolutely crushed the New York Giants. He said Nick Sirianni was in for a free ride. Now, that's an interesting quote. Forget the Kelsey brothers. Forget Andy Reid and the Eagles. Julian Love going right after the head coach of his division rival. Whoa! We've got that. We've got a fun Knicks win. Plenty of stuff. I was a coach last night in a college basketball game. I will tell you about that as well. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Hey, good morning, G. I'm doing great. As uh, So is R.J. Barrett this morning, by the way. Mm -hmm. A lot better after his last latest benching and came out and really proved that, you know, you got to keep the intensity up. You know, it's all about keeping intensity up, but it's hard to do that for an 82-game season regardless of uh, basketball or hockey. I don't know how, I really don't know how the guys do it, to be honest with you. And he got a little bit of a wake-up call, and then uh, the good news is, is that he basically came back and uh, didn't let it affect his game. As a matter of fact, he took his game to another level, which which is good, which is really good. Uh, you know, the other thing, it's, it's kind of interesting. You were talking about... Um, you know, being this college basketball guy last night, yeah, this assistant coach with uh, Hofstra, mm -hmm. and I have to tell you, I'm watching the score on my phone, yeah, and I'm like, man, just win by four, win by four, because Eddie the pick shock, he picked Hofstra to cover, yep, and the number was three and a half, <laughs> and here you are with a free throw at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> that actually pushes it to four. And yeah. I like I didn't know whether to be happy. I, I was really happy for you because I know this was a big thing for you last night. Yeah. But I was, I don't know, I was like, there was something 
satisfying about the whole thing. Oh, of course. You're telling me. I mean, it just was full circle. I was worried about the picks, Jockey, because I didn't want people to be mad at Hofstra if they didn't cover and they weren't playing great in the first half. And this was a team that had beaten them, Towson, the last time they met pretty handily. And then there was just this massive comeback. They were nailing their threes in the second half and they pulled away there at the very end for those who uh, wanted the three and a half. But what an experience. I'll, I'll tell you all about it as the show goes on. But it was just as, as cool as it gets to be on the bench and actually be a part of like everything the coaches did. They allowed me to be a part of every one of their pregame meetings, halftime, the adjustments in the locker room before the game in the locker room at halftime after the game to celebrate. So it was it was tremendous. And by the way, they're in first place now in the in their conference, the CAA. So very, are, very cool. You, you are such a front runner. It's not even Oh, funny. it's great. Yeah. And now that they're in first place, you're all over them. Yeah, I am 100% all over them. And uh, I'm now the good luck charm locally. I go to an Islander game. They were on a bad streak. And look at that. They broke that streak and they won. And they won two in a row. And uh, now they had a tough time with Towson the last time, Hofstra. I show up. Victory. I have now turned this whole thing around. Maybe that Vikings-Giants game has turned this whole mush thing around <laughs> for me. And all of a sudden, for the first First time in my life, I'm a good luck charm. Gio's living his best life now, as oh. we uh, as we see, and that yeah. was uh, that was great for you last night. I mean, that was just great for us locally too, for that matter. And like I said, for Eddie the Pick Jockey, man, I was just <laughs> pleased to win this game. So anyway, that was great. And uh, saw yesterday where uh, Aaron Rodgers said there's one team that he's definitely not going to. Yeah, the 49ers. That's right. Said that at Pebble Beach. Yeah, it wasn't the uh, yeah. Well, he's probably right about that simply because they're in the NFC. And he was direct, asked a direct question, and he gave a direct answer. Yeah, and I still think that he holds the whole draft thing against the 49ers, and he probably just never wants to play there. You know what? I mean... <laughs> I'm telling you, he's that type of guy to hold a grudge. You see? I, I, yeah, I understand. It's not really the organization that is there now that, that made those choices. You know, know what I'm saying? These are totally different people. And by the way... It's not the fact that he holds a grudge. He knows that Green Bay is not going to send him to the 49ers because essentially if he went to the 49ers and they figured out somehow to fit him under their salary cap, uh, then they would be the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. That's right. So that's well, why would Green Bay do that? They wouldn't, and I don't believe that they would trade him anywhere in the NFC. So it reminds me because we talked all the parallels with Favre, and this brings me back to when you took me to my second Vikings-Packers Monday night football game. The first one was Aaron Rodgers' first start, and you were still doing Westwood, and you took me to that at Lambeau. The next year is when the Vikings had Favre. It was 2009 season. And I remember I was in the press box, and Ted Thompson, who has since passed away, and Mark Murphy, who is still there, were watching this in front of me. Green Bay GM and Green Bay president. That's right. So they're watching this, and it's it's Favre. He first played against them in the Metrodome. So this was the Metrodome, Minnesota. That was the first time Favre played the Packers. And I, when I tell you, I could see these guys, the veins in their head pulsating with <laughs> anger and just anxiety with what was going on because Favre had found his way not only back into the conference but back into the division with a team they couldn't stand and here he was having this season that was incredible and he's beating the Packers. These guys were absolutely livid about it and I got to see that with a smile on my face and I know that Mark Murphy is still there and there's no way if they can avoid it they are going to allow Aaron Rodgers to be in the conference. If it yeah. works out some way where he goes to 
the place for a year and then finds another way into the conference, maybe like Favre, but there is no way they're letting that happen again. Yeah, well, you know, for me, it's... Um, <laughs> It's it's just like if you're going to make a play for him, you got to make sure that he is in for at least two to three years. You have to. Like if you're the Jets and you're going to go after him, you have to. I mean, I you legitimately have to sit down with him and his agent and say, look, if, if we do this, you know, we got to make sure you're committed to this. You know, we, we can't have this. You know, all you know, after every season, you know, this whole you're going to take your time and make your decisions. I mean, and if I'm Green Bay. In this case, especially, he is the highest paid player in the league. I mean, they can't really do any more for him financially or the way that they treat him or allow him to do whatever he wants to do in Green Bay. I mean, sure. I th- so so if you are a team that is acquiring him again, like I, I've been saying, you better make sure that he does what Tom Brady did for Tampa Bay, that he has immersed himself and he is all in. Because if, if you know, you're a year from now, the Let's just say a month from now, I'd say there's going to be major excitement somewhere if he gets traded. And let's say it's here in New York. And a year from now, we could find ourselves in the same situation that we found ourselves with Brett Favre. I, you could. You could end up, and then all of a sudden, he's gone. You're, all your assets are gone. And uh, you probably have some long-term commitment financially on your salary cap. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it, it is. But I think that when you're recruiting someone like that, those questions are very difficult to ask, especially when you're talking about a temperamental person, like very sensitive person like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the, the Jets, I can't see the Jets. If they had a phone call with him, I understand it's going to be tough with him under contract or whatever the way it works. If they ever get a chance to talk to Aaron Rodgers, Joe Douglas, Rob Sala, Woody Johnson, the upper echelon of the organization, I can't see them going... Are you going to be all in, Aaron? Are you going to be the I'm guy sorry, that's going to come here? To, They're not going to do that. They're going to be kissing his ass, you talking about to. how great it would be for him to turn I, around I, this organization. Honestly, I think you really be, you know, he's a businessman. He understands what's going on. He's 39 years old. And, you know, he didn't start his first four years. So he's basically, you know, got time left on the shelf. There's no question about that. But I... I think you have to go in there and you have to say to him, hey, Aaron, we want you. Don't don't get us wrong. We really, really want you. We think that you're going to be the piece that's going to take us to the next level. We just need to know that if we're going to do this, that you're going to be with us for three years. We can't just say this is a one year and maybe you're going to leave or maybe you're not going to leave. I mean, we got to we I got to make sure that you are the guy. I, I don't, and I don't know why that seems to be so hard of a conversation well, to have. Because Aaron Rodgers is probably going to get offended by something like that oh, because he's Aaron Rodgers. He goes, are you serious? Aaron, You're telling me I've been all in my whole career. Now all of a sudden, what do you think? Well, I'm going to no, come there, you know, put Aaron, my feet up, I'm going to mail it in? You think I'm a mail-it-in type of guy? No, I, I didn't say you are a mail-it-in type of guy. I think that you're going to be in, at least when you get here, you're going to be into it. But I just need to know that if we're going to spend the amount of money that we're going to spend and have to give you the guaranteed contract that you're going to want, then I just got to make sure that, you know, look, we, we got to be, this got to be smooth sound because there will be bumpy times. There will be bumpy uh, bumps along the road and they'll lose some games and he may get banged up or whatever. But I just got to make sure that I'm getting a guy that is committed. So he's 39 years old. He's relatively in good shape. He does have injury history. Yeah. Um, uh, he's a fantastic football player. He's a guy that you want to watch when you see him out there on the field. And it would be really interesting had he, if he does come here as a Jed. But again, I, I just, you, when you're thinking about what you got to give up and what you, when, when you have to pay him and how, 
and how you're going to pay him and how that could really disrupt your team moving forward. You got to make sure that he's going to be all in. I think, you have to, I think you have to assume that. What's he going to say? No? Like, if he gets a conversation with the Jets and he goes, you know, I don't think I am going to be all in. I don't know. I'm a year to year guy. I just don't, you know, I'll play with you for a year. I don't, I have no idea. Well, then, you think then, the Jets then, are going to be like, ah. You know, so you'd come to us, we could guarantee a year with you, Aaron Rodgers, when we're a quarterback-starved organization, but like, I don't know if you're really but committed you know to next year, then? so we're going to say no? No, no, but you know what that does then? Then you go back to Green Bay and say, look, you know, he's, you know, we're not giving you two first-round picks or whatever you think you want for us to take Aaron Rodgers off your hands. You know, now all of a sudden the compensation looks a little bit different from the Jets side of things. If you can't... I, I don't know why it's so hard to ask somebody that question. Are you in or are you not? Because if you're not in, then maybe we're, we need to move on. You need to move on, and we we got to go find he's out earned, I think he's earned the respect for that to be an assumption. That, that's uh, why. I, that's why I think it is. The guy's won MVPs. He's won a Super Bowl. I think when he's on the field, yes, the off seasons are crazy. There's no doubt about it. But when he's in that uniform, he is that guy that is all in, and he is trying to win, and he always has been that guy. And I think that asking him that question is sort of like, at what point in my career when I have taken the field have I looked like I'm not an all-in guy? I mean, it's not that long ago that I was the best player in football. And this past year, I might have been able to do it again if I didn't break my thumb. Yeah, sometimes at 39, I have these journeys in the offseason and I contemplate what I want to do with my life. But then I always end up coming back to football because that's what I want to do. So uh, are we uh, are we kind of saying that it's either going to be the Raiders, the Jets, or the Titans? Yeah, that those are the three that uh, make the most sense, yes. Now, the Tennessee Titans, I think, that's more of a, um, I don't know if he's got a relationship with with Vrabel, um, but that's more of a, we know he loves Nashville. He's got, he just was there. He's got teammates and former teammates that live there. That would be like more of a, hey, if I'm going to go anywhere, I'll go there. But they, they got some work to do to, to surround him with some pieces there. In the New York Jets roster offensively, and you can confidently say this, you know, and they know they got to do some work to their offensive line, but but they got legit weapons. They got two legit stars. You hope Brees Hall comes back healthy, but in Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, and and I they are they are ready to go. And I you know Elijah Moore, by the way, with and Corey Davis with um, Aaron Rodgers. You think he's going to get the best out of those guys? It, it yeah. would be a completely different set of circumstances for them, and they they would be totally happy. Yeah, as opposed to bringing Lamar Jackson here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I think that if he's talking strictly football, I know Devontae Adams is in L.A. I mean, no, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. He's in he's in Vegas. So that's going to be a huge to me. The bigger competitor is the Raiders, but not to get too much in the weeds financially here. But as we talked about yesterday, the, the one of the teams that does not have that cash to be able to just pay out Rodgers $50 million is Mark Davis and the Raiders. True. Now, Woody Johnson said he would make that big financial commitment. So, to me, if he wants to go elsewhere, and we're talking strictly football and a team that can pay him, then it's got to be the Jets. But he's a different type of guy. Maybe he thinks that he can have control over what the Titans do in the offseason. He's got ideas. Maybe there's a couple of guys. Alan Lazard's a free agent. Maybe he brings him over there. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I would be more scared about the Titans than I would be the, the right. Raiders. Well, the other thing, too, is that Nashville and Las Vegas both. No tax. No tax states. 
Yeah, but I got my W-2 yesterday. I was taking a look at that number. Oh. I was thinking about that. Why, why do you want to do that to yourself? I it, I opened it up and I looked. You yes. wouldn't look? I, I know what W-2 it is. W-2 comes in the mail. You don't want to look at it? I know what it is. You guys look at your W-2s. You take a look. You just bring oh, it to I the look. tax guy. You got to look. Have to. I, 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 I know what that. it is. You do not look? No. He's got a wealth management team. Yeah, but also his wife handles his finances. Nobody's he's got a big, huge wealth management team. You Short saw Haven them. Wealth uh, Partners, yeah, yeah. Right. Red Bank, Red New Bank. Jersey. Right, yes. and they showed up at uh, the Garmani event, Garmani Boom, and I mean, there was this gaggle of people. There must have right. been like seven or eight people. So yeah, came out of a Bentley, two right. Bentleys. 100%. Yeah, uh, so, but does does Marion look? Oh, yeah. Oh, she looks, okay. So somebody's yeah. looking at it in your family. I mean, that's just what I'm so saying. So when you look at that number and you say, okay, so who are the jagoffs that we actually put in office to spend that money? Yeah. And just how are they, they spending it? And what are they trying to jam down your throat? Right. A, so the two things that yeah. I know they're spending it on yes. is a football stadium in the middle of effing nowhere, upstate New York, that'll be open for 10 dates a year. Okay. That's several billion dollars. Okay. And then they just pumped in, and I hope they do it right this time because it would be a good thing. They pumped in a billion dollars into mental health, but the last time that happened, it was the mayor's wife who was a part of some facocto organization that just put the money on fire. So if you're going to tell me you're actually going to do it right and help some of the people out there with mental health issues that are on the streets and everything else, that's great, but I don't trust that you're going to use that billion dollars correctly. How about free hotel rooms and food? Uh, right, exactly. Okay, Four, how about yeah. that? You want to spend money on that too? No, I, I don't. And the city is paying $90,000 a day to the Watson Hotel to be able to house the migrants. So I think what we need, nice to do, we, need to, we need to build up a hotel Why did you get ourselves? me on this? How did this happen? I don't because you talked about your W-2. Well, I don't you know talked about taxes. I don't, how am I here now? Why am I talking about New York City you, finances? You put these idiots in office. They're the I ones didn't put these idiots in office. Money, I don't yes. vote for the New York City people. I live in Sayville, God damn it. We also live in the state of New York. Yeah, I didn't vote for her. <laughs> What are you getting on me for? I'm not getting on you. I'm just, just kind of, you know, keeping it real. That's, that's all. Man, oh man, oh man, you, 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 you dragged me right into the negative abyss on this Feel Good Friday. Well, you talk, it, it is uh, tax season, as you know. Yeah. Go to Tax Slayer. Do it for free. That's what I do. Oh, that's what you do. Yeah. You're doing your own taxes these days. Well, I, I got to be involved. I got to know what's going on. Well, you're sitting there on like your iPad doing tax slayer? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I just put the numbers in and kind of makes it pretty easy for me. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.